Well, hello and welcome to Binge Watch, the podcast where we take a look at the hottest new TV and film releases on streaming television platforms. I'm Hannah Fernando, the group editor of Woman and Woman and Home. And I'm Ian McEwan, writer on What's on TV, TV Times and TV and Satellite Week magazines. And today we're looking at the new releases for the week starting Friday the 24th of February 2023, including new Netflix comedy horror We Have a Ghost with Jennifer Coolidge and David Harbour, and Apple TV Plus's espionage thriller Liaison, starring Vincent Cassell and Eva Green. And we'll also be finding out why Fleischman is in trouble on Disney Plus and charting the highs and lows of modern romance in ITVX's You and Me, starring Harry Lorty and Sophia Brown. But first, Ian, what is in the news? Gillian Anderson, one of our favourites, will play former BBC journalist Emily Maitlis in Netflix's drama Scoop about the infamous Newsnight interview with Prince Andrew. That sounds great. What else is in the news, oh, Anna? <laughs> please let me review that one. I can't wait. <laughs> Especially as this Pizza Express was in Woking, which is my nearest port. Oh, haunt. there we go. <laughs> anyway, I'm getting far too excited about that. Um, also on Netflix, another favourite, Benedict Cumberbatch will star as New York puppeteer Vincent, whose life is turned upside down when his son disappears in the six-part thriller called Eric. Very good week this week, I must say. I'm going to kick us off on Apple TV Plus with a new series called Liaison. And here's a clip. The Thames barrier failed, causing the worst floods in the capital for over a century. The operators think someone got into the system. We've been tracking the suspect. We think he's connected to a terrorist plot. Facial recognition identifies him as Gabriel Delage. So this arrives on Friday the 24th of Feb. There are six episodes. It's an Anglo-French production, Hannah, uh, which means quite a lot of the dialogue is actually in French with subtitles. So I hope you don't mind that. And it shifts between Damascus, Paris and London. It starts off in Syria where security forces are bursting into a building to try and capture a couple of hackers who have stolen state secrets okay and then the french government wants to recover this information so they hire this he's kind of like a freelance fixer this chap called gabriel he is played by vincent cassell who westworld fans will recognize meanwhile in the uk you have Peter Mullen is playing a British minister and he is dealing with a potential cyber attack on the Thames barrier. It's a great plot device which um, floods a lot of London. A really good idea. And Eva Green, who was in Casino Royale, of course, she plays his colleague Alice. So this is a proper grown-up international thriller. It's really well done. And what I like about it is, I mean, there is some violence in it, but it, it's realistic, not like these endless fist fights that people often have in action movies that, that could never happen. Yeah, a great cast. At the end of episode one, I've only watched episode one, Alice and Vincent meet and we discover that there's some kind of connection between them, which presumably is going to unravel as the series continues. 
So, yeah, I thought it was um, a gripping start, uh, hopping about from country to country, uh, really exciting. Look forward to see how it pans out. What did you think of this, Hannah? Well, you mentioned about the subtitles. I don't love subtitles on a film. I just find it really distracting, which says probably more about me than, than about anything else. But in this instance, it felt really authentic. I think you needed it. And, and it sort of brought almost some level of drama to it. Um, I, I, I have enjoyed the first episode. I am interested to see more. I like the sort of, like you say, jumping around from country to country. Um, it is... It's interesting. It feels very credible, um, and it's really dramatic. And so, I think the whole sort of the whole package really works. And I find these kind of things very fascinating and sort of a bit a bit scary as well when it comes to hacking, because of course, you know, that can happen to anyone. Agreed. Well, we're going to move across to Disney Plus for our next show. It's called Fleischman is in Trouble, and you're going to tell us all about it after this clip. Toby Fleischman awoke one morning inside the city he'd lived in all his adult life. Many thoughts had crossed Toby's mind in the hours since he was informed that his ex-wife dropped the kids off a full day earlier than expected. At four in the morning. Four in the morning. Sorry, I'm angry all over again. Yikes, dude. Okay, so this centers around fundamentally two people, a couple um, who are no longer a couple, and it's a fairly acrimonious divorce. And it's it's... It's quite hard to describe this in many ways because when I started to watch it, I just thought, you know, having sort of read up about it, you know, the, that it was an acrimonious divorce and, you know, um, it just wasn't particularly nice between them. What's new? You know, who, what divorces are particularly friendly? You know, you find it hard to adjust to your new life, et cetera, et cetera. But when I actually started to watch this, I realise this kind of this is a narrator. There's other families involved, and actually, this kind of drills down on relationships as a whole, and actually how um, complex relationships can be. Um, which again, sounds like I'm pointing out the obvious, but the fact that you can become really the relationship can be stagnant without you even kind of being aware that that's happening. And I suppose that's what's happened here. So um, he's a New York doctor so you know really well for does really well for himself and his ex-wife now ex-wife is this very career driven woman um called Rachel who's played by um Homeland Claire Danes and I mean she just hasn't got her mind on anything other than work and I, I, I there'll be lots of people that can relate to this to a degree where basically everything in your personal life takes a back seat while your career takes a front seat and everything sort of falls away um and as I say, they, they, they divorce. It's, it's not very good. There, it is, it is very, it, it's quite funny in places. So the narration is, 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 um, an interesting part, but works. Um, but, w- but one particular weekend, this is all turned upside down because you think what's new, they're divorced, whatever. She disappears and, um, she drops the two kids off and she just goes and he can't get hold of her. And instead of sort of, initially doesn't really begin to worry he doesn't really think oh you know what could have happened until one of his friends points out um what if something's actually happened to her and I don't kind of I don't want to to give away what actually the reasons are or what happens or where she is or what you know anything about that because I think that's a bit of a bit of a spoiler but I it's it's really scary for everybody you kind of suddenly see everything through his eyes and sort of the 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 feelings of hatred 
it sort of dissipates because suddenly the bigger picture there is I need to find somebody. So I think it is a really, I, I did like it. I think it's quite, it's quite different to what I thought it would be. Um, I like the sort of the humour of the fact that he sort of doesn't, he's, he's quite geeky. Um, he doesn't think that he would be attractive to other women, but turns out, you know, he is viewed as a major catch on these dating apps, and that's quite funny, um, being, you know, well-paid doctor, etc. cetera. Um, so I, I, it's, worth, it's worth a watch. There are eight episodes. I haven't seen all of them, although I know kind of where this ends up. Um, and and I, I certainly, yeah, I enjoyed it. What about you, Ian? I did enjoy it. I found it interesting. Mm. Yes, you can tell that it's adopted from a novel, can't you? Because as you say, it's got this very sort of knowing narrator who's who's telling the story. Eisenberg, King of the Geeks, he's very good as this New York doctor, Toby. It's it's a combination of things, really. It reminded me slightly of some of Woody Allen's films about Manhattan relationships, kind of unravelling, really, and all these high achievers. So he's a doctor... And his wife, I think, is involved in showbiz. She's an agent or something. So part of it is him getting back onto the dating scene via all the various apps. And it's quite racy. I mean, you see him hooking up with all these different women. It's quite quite sexy. But then you've also got him at work. He's a very dedicated doctor. And then you've got his family life with the two kids. And he has a particularly difficult relationship with the, the older kid, his daughter, who is kind of embarrassed. She's quite aspirational. She's got rich friends and she's kind of embarrassed now that she, her dad now lives in this apartment, which she doesn't think is very nice and they have to ride the bus. And then Toby meets up with his friends, one of whom does narrate the story. And they kind of talk about, you know, marriage, being single, you know, hopes and dreams. So it's it's quite grown up stuff. I found it interesting and I, I will stick with it. Yeah itvx we go for our next offering it's another new series called you and me and here's a clip what happened to me changed my life forever and people say this too shall pass and i say no not for me this is my story now so this arrives thursday the 23rd of feb it's three episodes it's about I guess, modern relationships, the ups and downs. I wasn't sure what to expect from this. It's got the brilliant Julie Hesmond Haig. I can never pronounce her name. <laughs> but the stars are Harry Lorty, who plays Ben, who's a, a northerner living in London. He has a sort of meet-cute with Jess, who's played with Sophia Brown, who was in The Witcher, Blood Origin, and Giri Hadji, and other things. That's the start of it. It kind of it, it goes into flashback quite a lot. So we see them meeting initially when he's running for the bus. Then we see them dating. Then we see them moving in together and getting married and having children. But it's all mixed up, the timeline. A tragedy occurs. I won't say more than that because I don't want to spoil the story unfolding. But I found it incredibly moving and and upsetting as well because it's a tragedy that affects young children at the end of episode one he's a journalist and he goes to interview a young actress and that's going to sort of set off a whole new 
part of the story. So I wasn't really expecting to enjoy this, but I thought it was great. And especially Lorty is, he's a brilliant actor. He's so naturalistic. And I think the script is really good as well. Often when you get these kind of family scenes, like it's him meeting the in-laws and so on, and then his, his mum is coming around to help, played by Julie Hesman Haig. The dialogue is just very convincing. It's not forced. And yeah, I, I, I pretty much guarantee you will be in floods of tears by the end of episode one because it's very, very moving and just really sensitively done. Um, what did you think of this, Hannah? You know what? It's really hard to describe this, isn't it, without giving too much away. Um, anyone that listens to these podcasts will know that I really struggle when it comes to anything with young people. And it, you're right, it's so emotional and, and just um, upsetting, really upsetting, actually, in places. But it feels very real. Um, it's cruel. Um, and it doesn't, it's, it's, a hard, it's a hard watch. Um, but if we say much more, we give too much away, don't we? Um, mm. But I, it's very good. It's just, it's not, it's not an easy, easy view. Agreed. Well, I think we've kind of saved the, the, the not the best till last, but probably the, the what's going to be the most popular <laughs> new arrival this week, which you're going to tell us about, Hannah. It's a film, a comedy horror film called We Have a Ghost on Netflix. And here is a clip. We're all here trying to get a fresh start. Nothing like bad happened here, right? You moved into the house of death. Everyone says it's haunted. Right. Where to start? So this really is quite funny, as you'd imagine. It's a comedy horror um jennifer coolidge the brilliant jennifer coolidge is is back in force she's uh, absolutely brought her star wattage to this um it's it's spooky but it's really family friendly so at the very beginning you kind of um you're a bit jumpy the, the, this family move into a house that's called the house of death and you see it and it's all kind of ramshackled and there's a big full moon <laughs> sitting over the top of it and it's just oh, it's creepy 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 um and this family are there for a new start and they you know they choose that kids go to school and everyone's like you know, that house is haunted don't you well yes it is haunted but um, teenager Kevin, uh, he's the first person to meet the uh, the ghost called Ernest. And uh, turns out Ernest isn't so scary after all. After you get over the initial um, shock, um, it's, he's not scary at all. And they upload these videos to social media. And this is what I quite like about this. It really brings it into the modern day. And you kind of watch all these numbers ratcheting up as people are viewing it. And they're thinking, ka-ching, ka-ching. We're making serious money. But, of course... All of this um, fame, I guess, and people watching them uh, does attract quite a lot of unwanted attention, uh, particularly from people and a CI agent um, who's determined to catch Ernest. How can you catch ghosts? Because as, as it turns out, every time you touch them, you sort of go through them, um, which is, you know, you can't really, not very uh, tangible, is it? It's jumpy, but as I say, it is completely family um, friendly. And I mentioned um, uh, Jennifer Coolidge earlier, and she plays the this sort of psychic, this person that comes in that can talk to ghosts. And do you know what? It 
that that for me alone is worth watching for. It's absolutely brilliant. She plays this um, this medium, and it's it, it's 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 really very funny. Definitely a family friendly one. Definitely one to watch. And as you say, ending on a high. Ian. Uh, this dropped into our inboxes only you know less than an hour before <laughs> before we recorded. So I've been watching it kind of a bit on fast forward, but I really like <laughs> what I've seen. Um, yeah, it's this African-American family moving to the... It's an enormous house. It's absolutely huge. It looks amazing, but it's a bit of a wreck. And as you say, it's got this creepy history. Um, and, and at the beginning of the film, you see the previous occupants like <laughs> running away in the middle of the night. So it's it's a family drama because Kevin has a quite a difficult relationship with his dad. He's quite a sensitive young lad. He, he's real, really into music. He plays the guitar and he sort of gets quite matey with a with a girl at school who who lives next door and plays the trombone there you go and but yeah it's him who discovers Ernest and that's David Harbour who plays the sheriff in Stranger Things and quite tricky role in this because he 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 can make noises but he doesn't have any dialogue and as you say it kind of Ernest becomes a, a viral sensation Jennifer Coolidge, who, I mean, remember her way back, she was Stifler's mum, wasn't she, in uh, in American Pie? And she was in Legally Blonde, and she's just done lots of stuff since. And, and her career is going great guns at the moment with things like White Lotus and Shotgun Wedding. Anyway, she gets to ham it up to the max as this TV medium with a huge wig. Oh, also, <laughs> poor old David Harbour has this terrible comb over the story is going to unfold hopefully of why is Ernest haunting the house what's the backstory there and it's got a bit of a Ghostbusters angle because as you say there are these sort of government forces who want to capture the ghost there's a an author of books about the paranormal who gets involved so I just think it's really well done and the special effects are great as well. The, the ghostly effects are, are really well done. They're superb. But at the same time, it's quite funny. So, I mean, there are some scary things in there, I would say. that. But Ernest is, is kind of a friendly ghost, really. And it's a bit like that Beetlejuice vibe where the kid meets the ghosts and kind of wants to be friends with them and help them. So, yeah, I, I thought this was very, very good. Really good laugh. Great popcorn movie. Now, we've got to that time, Hannah, where we find out... What the heck have you been binge watching this week? <laughs> well, we talked about it last week, um, and then I went and watched uh, the majority, which is League of Their Own on tour, the Singapore version. And do you know what? I absolutely love this sort of thing, but they are a bit shrieky, aren't they? But that's just something I noticed when I was watching it. And I also watched The Boy, The Mole, The Fox, and The Horse, which is only a thirty-two minute episode. Um, so I think it's a Matthew Freud production with the children, and it was absolutely, absolutely put my teeth in. Lovely. Well. I'm sure, like me, you watched the um, BAFTA Film Awards, Hannah. Mixed reaction to the hosting of Richard E. Grant and especially Alison Hammond. Some pretty (laughs) awkward interviews there. But um, on the back of that, because All Quiet on the Western Front picked up so many gongs, I went back to Netflix and and watched that again, uh, which was very enjoyable. So, yeah, it's still available on there and no doubt it will be doing well at the Oscars too. Now, we've just got time to look forward to next week's podcast. So what's on the agenda, Brenda? Well, Sophie Rundle plays Barcelona's British consul in Alibi's sun-kissed crime drama, The Diplomat. Yes, I was lucky enough to go on set in Barcelona for that one, Hannah. I'll tell you, I'll bore you with my stories next week. But also, 
Riley Keough and Sam Claflin play the lead singers of a 1970s band, well, that is right up my street, in the new Prime Video series, Daisy Jones and the Six. So we look forward to those and more. But in the meantime... Watching... 